Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you all having a great day out there today. Muscle Monday, and well, we're talking about the framework, literally literally the bones and the skeleton that these muscles are laying on. And we're talking specifically today about the rib cage. All right, we often think of the active breathing as passive, as chill, as whatever. Whereas it really is an extremely active movement that we can improve. So as we've got the diaphragm from below that rib cage, fixating our breathing patterns, having our ribs move in the old fashioned, whatever we used to call them for the bucket handle or pump handle in the way that those patterns happen, more lower or upper dominant, but really all ribs have a small component of each of these. We're supposed to get motion through these. And if we look at kind of the typical, or at least the true ribs, right? The main ones that aren't floating, uh, even the cartilage uh, connections between up by the breastbone, the sternum, wrapping all the way around to the thoracic spine and the both joints on either side that it's articulating with. Around each ring of these true ribs, we've got seven different articulations. Seven different articulations for one level at a time. So no wonder breathing is active. No wonder it's important. No wonder mobility matters for performance. Even if it's not a rotational sport, even if it's not anything particular, let's say it's your older person just struggling walking. Again, that deep regulated breath. Not gonna happen if you're crazy stiff, or at least not to the amount it could. So unlock your breathing through rotation of that thoracic spine and rib area and get mobility or vice versa. Maybe we need to utilize the power of breath and expansive breath to unlock our rotation and mobility to use as, as to use that as our extra overpressure. So ribs for breathing, breathing for ribs. Get the mobility and we'll each help each other out. So every breath you take, every move you make, those ribs should be moving at least a little bit. Right? The movement is there for you to access. It's like the same thing in the shoulder, right? If you're throwing a ball overhead, but you decide you only want to for the rest of your life throw an underhand, so be it. But you've got the capability you've got the capability, the range of motion, to get a higher power through it, to get better accuracy, to get better loft. Go overhead. Same thing here. You've got the capacity. Why not use it when you're breathing? Alright y'all, let's consider this input of our skeletal system, of our articulations, of our joint congruency. I'm not saying that everybody out there needs to be manipped, needs to say, oh yeah, yeah, you're stiff there, you're stiff there, go, you're going to keel over and die if you don't have range of motion. No, that's BS. But can we do things to better understand things when pathology occurs? Can we have a better understanding in the future for you know, hey, how to maximize what's going on so that when there are issues, what do we do about it? And that we know to assess it. That's all I'm saying. So please don't misconstrue this 
and think that things I say are like, oh my gosh, this dude's like way too much like pathoanatomically focused. He doesn't care at all about the social interaction of people. No, of course I do. But we can't swing the pendulum so far that we can completely forget about the anatomy and the biomechanics either. Gotta have both. Gotta have both. All right, y'all. Keep breathing. Simply not easy.